0: Justice by the shot. He scores! The shot! He scores! He scores! Keith Freeman! Here he goes, that's two more! They score! Ivan Komarov! His first NHL tally! Before the the Family Cup! You're listening to Getting Bullied, the podcast by Flyers fans for Flyers fans, with your host, Mark Gianone. Now, let's get started. Welcome in. This is Getting Bullied. I'm your host, Mark Gianone. Getting Bullied is a proud podcast partner of PhileasFlyer.com, and they actually provided the great content that we have today, and we're going to be talking about 10 questions posed by PhileasFlyer.com on Twitter last week. And it's 10 questions going into the 2017 Flyers season. We're going to have a short one today. It's going to be a nice sprint to the finish. Um, a lot of good feedback went down on the uh, polls that they posted last week over at Flyer, and that's at Flyer. For all you um, people on Twitter that want to give them a follow, if you're not already, what have you been waiting for, is my question, and hopefully you have the answer. So it's it's ten questions, ten important questions that I think is really on most Flyers fans' minds, if not all, um, and exactly what we're thinking, and these are ten major questions going into 2017, as I repeat myself, sorry for doing so. And a lot of them is up for debate, and a lot of it, uh, there's a lot, well, there's a couple that were just unanimous, basically. They get as close to unanimous as you can get, and I think we're going to get to those right off the bat. And the question uh, number one that I have, and I have a bit of a problem with the wording, and that is, um, is Ben, or not Ben Simmons, wrong sport, is Wayne Simmons a 30-plus goal scorer? Uh, the option's obviously yes or no. 82% of the fans say yes, and of course, 18 saying no. My problem with the wording of this question is this. It's the word is. Well, yeah, is he? Yes, because he's done it now two years in a row. He's hit the 30-goal mark. The question should have been, Will he be a 30-plus goal scorer? I don't know how much that would have changed results. I think people probably read it as a will he be, but is he? Absolutely, he's done it two years in a row now. He's obviously the best scorer on the Flyers, and his contract's coming up, and that's a kind of a dilemma, I guess you could say. The Flyers might have if they want to, you know, dump money into him, and I, I don't know if you call it dump money, but if they want to commit the money to him if you can sustain the success. So I agree that I think he's going to have another season of 30 plus goals. I don't know how you could say he can't after he's coming off of two straight years of doing so, in which he was on a team really where he wasn't playing with the greatest of talent, um, you know, and that's going to change this year, obviously, with all the, you know, if everything goes the way we all expect it to and all these young rookies are going to be coming up there's going to be a lot of talent on this team it's going to be young talent but it's still talent so I think he's going to have a lot of guys to help him out and he's still going to be getting those you know dirty goals down at the crease you know that's never going to change that's Wayne Simmons game but if he plays with a couple more guys if he has more options on the team and on his line that can Set him up a little better for the ones that aren't, you know, for the goals that are a little bit further out. I think he he will have no problem getting 30 goals. You know, he's had a, re, I don't, not even a resurgence, but he had this surge of, you know, once he got to the Flyers, he just figured everything out. And he's been great ever since. And he's been the most reliable player. Bottom line, you know, when they need the big goal, he's the one that is probably going to get it for you. And that's a great guy to have on the team. So I think thirty plus goals for Wayne Simmons is a no brainer slam dunk. Yes, he will have thirty plus goals. And Flyer and really he has to for himself, because with his contract situation coming up, he has to give the Flyers every reason or he has to give yeah, he has to give the Flyers every reason to really think hard about if this guy is worth keeping around. I believe he is, but you know there's so many politics and financials and there's all these young guys coming up that they might see an opportunity to move him and free up that cap space fortify even more their minor league system and maybe even get a guy or two back that can help them immediately that's a bit younger not that Wayne Simmons is old by any means but you know you never know what these teams are thinking and you can't, you can't be too sure, but I'm sure Wayne Simmons is going out this season and he's just thinking, you know, I'm going to give them... I want to make this decision hard on them, more or less. I want them to really have to think about long and hard getting rid of me. And I don't think they're going to. I don't think they can. From a fan perspective, from a talent perspective, from a production perspective. You don't get rid of a guy that's, you know, if he does it this year, you could say consistently scoring 30 goals a year when everyone else on the team is in the mid-20s and below. So Wayne Simmons, yes, slam dunk. 30-plus goals, no problem there. Um, where was the other one? Uh, the other no-brainer, or the other one that was pretty much a landslide. More starts in 2017, and this is, of course, between the goaltenders, uh, Brian Elliott, Michael Neuver, 86% of the fans say Elliott to uh, 14 for Neuvirth again, this is an obvious one. And if you don't see that, then you're blind. You know, Brian Elliott wasn't brought in here to, I mean, I know they're going with this 1A, 1B situation, but I think, um, when it's all said and done really, and in the back of the minds of the Flyers, you know, Elliott is the 1A. And if there's a big game, if there's, you know, if, if, if they need a go-to steady guy, it's going to be Brian Elliott. Um, you know, he's just, he's done it for a, I don't want to say a longer time, but I think he's been more consistent over his career than Michael Neuwirth has. Michael Neuwirth has had injuries, Michael Neuwirth has had hot and cold streaks, and really so is Brian Elliott, but I think the injury thing is what really sways this thing. Uh, the Flyers can't put too much faith, too much stock in Michael Neuwirth and a guy that it seems year in and year out is missing significant time. They can't rely on a guy like that when you really think about it. Brian Elliott, you know, he's the more short-handed guy. You know, if you need a guy that's gonna, you know, lock it down for a game or two, that's who they're going to probably go to. So yeah, I think he's the one that if, if it came down to one game right now, the Flyers had to win. I think that they would lean in Brian Elliott's favor. Um, yeah. And Al Alvin on Twitter, at Al Alvin, agrees. He said, Elliot, based on Neuwirth's injury history. And that's, that's what this all boils down to. <laughs> um, just reading another response. Uh, at Fox underscore sports 88, and this is from Russell Fox, who the F said Neuwirth. And it's kind of true when you think about it, because he hasn't been really the number one, one A, or whatever you want to say guy since he got here and they basically replaced Steve Mason with a different version of Steve Mason. So I think the goalie situation is going to be much the same this year as it was last year, but you're going to take out Steve Mason and you're putting in Brian Elliott and you're really going to probably get about the same, uh, uh, what do I want to say? The same usage out of either goalie that you would have seen last year with Mason and Neuver. So I don't think much is going to change in the way of playing time for Michael Neuver this year. You know, we'll see that Dave Axel has, um, he's, he's kind of an on, uh, uncanny guy and he'll just do whatever the hell he wants. So we'll see. But I think that you can pretty much take that to the bank as well, that Elliot will have more goals or more starts. I said goals because our next question, uh, focuses around number 11 for the Flyers, Travis Konechny, um, Goals for Connect Me is the question. How many goals will Travis Connecting score this season? The options 10 to 15, 16 to 20, 21 to 24, and 25 plus. The leader and the winner of the poll, 16 to 20 with 57%, 21 to 24, 26%, 10 to 15, 11%, and 25 plus, 6%. Those 25 plus, those are the. uh. Those are the true blue Homer Flyers fans voting on the poll. I think, again, I think fifteen or sixteen to twenty is pretty much right on par with what he, um, with what he's probably going to get this year. He was grossly mis, uh, underplayed and mismanaged last season, and he had uh, a bit of an injury that held him out for a good bit of time, and. You can't, I think he has a lot... Obviously, he has a lot of skill. He has a lot of talent. And he's kind of the natural goal scorer that the Flyers need. And that's kind of his M.O. That's what... You know, he's, he's, a, re, he's a good goal scorer. You've seen it in his, his entire career when he was, you know, in juniors and stuff. So, last year, he had 11 goals, 17 assists. So, obviously, you would have to think he's going to get at least that. And, again... He wasn't played right by Haxtell. He missed some time with an injury. He was mismanaged when he was played. So I think this year there's going to be a lot of younger guys than Connect, than Me who haven't played in the league at all. So in a way, you have to think of him as somewhat of an elder statesman on this team, and maybe Dave Hackstall will lean on him a little bit more as a guy that's been in the league now for a year, has his feet wet, you know knows what to expect and he may give him a bit more playing time than he did last year so i think 11 goals last year very easily could get 15 or i'm sorry you know at least 5 more goals to hit that 16 mark and um maybe even those 9 to get to the 20 mark so who knows but I think it's a better chance than not that he's getting sixteen to twenty. I think I think it'll be hard for him not to because I think he's I think his playing time is going to increase and I think it should. I think Haxtell's really has to learn. He really has to go back in his mind to last season and look at the way he handled some of these younger guys like Konechny in particular, and Jordan Wheel. And I think he has to realize that. When these guys were in the lineup and playing a good bit that the Flyers were a better team because of it, especially Jordan Wheel, who you saw what he did at the end of the season almost carried the Flyers into a playoff spot. You know, he was tremendous. And look, if Lindblom's coming up, if, you know, if you're going to have Nolan Patrick on the team, if Scott Walton's going to be coming up again, you know, these are guys that, these are bottom six guys, really. This season, because of their, you know, Lawton, because of his skill level, and Lindblom and Patrick, because of their limited experience and no experience in the league, so Connecty already is above those guys, so you have to think that he has a really good chance of making the top six forwards, one of the top two lines, probably the second line, so he's going to be getting a lot of ice time. So with his skill, with his ability to move the puck, with his, with, his on, with his puck skills in general, and his ability to shoot the puck, you have to, you have to think that 16 to 20 goals is where he's going to be. He may get more. He may be in that 20 to 24 range, but <clears throat> I think it's going to come down largely to what Dave Axel does with him and his playing time and what he does with it. So I think 16 to 20 is a safe bet um, for Travis Connecting. excuse me Claude Giroux Um, obviously this guy's been hotly debated since for like a year or two now you know do you keep him do you not question is will Claude Giroux uh, be over or under 68 points and uh, with the winner 59% over 41% under Um, look there's no there's no doubt about it. Claude Giroux has to improve a great deal over where he was at last year. You know, he need, he needs to get back to that uh to the form that we're used to seeing him at. He had 58 points last year, so can he get 10 more points? Absolutely. You can't I mean, he was he had a low goal total, 14 goals, 44 assists. I don't I don't rem I don't even remember what I voted on this. I mean, looking at the numbers that he had last year, knowing the skill that he has, I would say it's a better chance than not that he probably gets sixty-eight. But the problem with Claude Giroux is not his talent, really. It's the fact of the last two years how much his game has tailed off, and he needs to find that. He needs to find that stride again this season. He needs to really get back to where he was before. He needs to. Find whatever is in him that made him tick and made him the player that we're so accustomed to him seeing. I think he, I think this year, you know, I've seen people put crazy numbers out there, uh, for goal totals and point totals for him. And I just don't think he's that top point getter on the team anymore. He's, I don't, I just don't, I don't see him being that guy. And I'm going to, let's pull up, see what some of the people said here. Um, Flyer King 17, John Runyon's not John Runyon, the old eagle. Um, he says 83 points. I don't know if that's in jest. I don't know if that's serious. But I do know that that's most likely not going to happen. I mean, I, I just don't see that. Uh, like I said, I think Drew is really tailed off, and it, he's a huge question mark going into the season. There's no doubt about it. You, could, you If you could... If you think about the, the things that are going to hinder this team the most, it's the question of Claude Giroux. And the Flyers obviously have a lot of confidence in him. Most of the fans obviously have a lot of confidence in him. But, you know, he's really, he's not the player he once was. And he played all 82 last year, which was good. But again, he had his lowest point total since 2012-2013 which is not really saying much and to expect 83 points he's only done that twice in his career 2013 2014 2011 2012 so i don't know how serious 83 points was from flyer king at flyer king 17 on twitter but i i just i don't see that i don't see that at all 68 yeah if you tell me you know if you tell me he's going to get five more goals five more assists I could believe that. I could definitely see that because I think he's better than he showed last year, and I think he's probably done a lot in the off season to get his body right. He's been battling injuries lately the last couple seasons, um, and not so much an injury last year. Obviously, like as I said, he played all eighty two, but you could just tell he's been banged up, and his body probably wasn't where he wanted it to be and where it needed to be. So you have to hope that he spent a lot of time in the off season getting his body right. Getting his mind right and trying to get back that spark that made him such a great player for the Flyers in the past, and so yeah, 68 points is probably very attainable. 83, probably not so much. Moving on, how many wins do the Flyers get next season? Options: 28 to 36, 37 to 44, 45 to 49, 50 plus. And yes, there are people that said 50 plus. <laughs> Um, thirty to seven to thirty-four uh, takes that one, fifty-four percent. Forty-five to forty-nine, thirty-five percent. Twenty-eight to thirty-six gets four percent, and fifty plus gets seven percent. Um, yeah, thirty-seven to forty-four is probably exactly where they are. Um, I would probably have them try to narrow it down to like the thirty-eight to forty window. Because look, this is very much a team in transition. We all know that, you know. They're gonna have a lot of young guys. We've said it all summer. We've said it, and we're excited about it. But at the same time, you can't expect these guys just to come in and 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 blow the roof off the joint. You know, you can't really expect them to come in and just get it right away. It's 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 a lot to take in. It's a lot to handle, and if we like I get again I'm going to go back to it Dave Hackstall has a huge problem I think with managing these young players we've saw we've seen it last year and I think we're going to see it again this year I don't think he got it I think he thinks that what he's doing is working and maybe to extent it is but again I'll go back to Travis connecting I don't think he got all out of him that he could have I think Travis connecting has a whole lot more to offer to this team and I don't think he really tried to do his best to get it out of Connecting last year. So again, <clears throat> there's going to be a lot of young guys, and this, you know, the goaltending situation is probably much what it was last year. Um, if you wanted to go to the high side of this, closer to the forty-four, I think that Brian Elliott doesn't have much room to be shaky at many points this season. You know, I think I really think they're going to ride him a lot, same way that they did with uh, Mason last year. I could be wrong. They could really split this thing up you know, close to 50-50, but I don't think it's going to be that way. I think it's going to be like 75% uh, Brian Elliott just because he's really the same player as Steve Mason. Do you know how much Hacksaw like playing Steve Mason? So I think if he doesn't have the season like he did last year where he started off slow and then got hot towards the end in the second half, I think that 44 could happen. But again, it's going to come a lot down to – Dave Hacksall's use of these young players that are going to be up here. Um, you know, how much ice time, how much is he going to bank on Lindblom, Patrick, guys like that. You know, if Vecchioni's up here, I mean, the list goes on and on of guys that, you know, you don't know what he's going to do with them. And, you know, you look at some of the, the bubble guys to make, you know, to be a, a starter and like a Matt Reed, like a Dale Weiss, how much are they going to be in the lineup? You know, again, What's he going to do with the defensemen? You know, there's going to be young defensemen up here. You know, could be Sandheim and Moran, could be Hag, could be Myers, could be whoever. But, you know, Dave, a lot of this comes down on the shoulders of Dave Haxtell. And his use of these players is going to be so critical this year. And we saw him last, I'm going to say it again, we saw him last year not really put too much into them. But I think he has to this year. I think... And I think the Toronto Maple Leafs, the season they had last year with all the rookies they had, is, you know, that's example A of, if you have these guys, that they have the talent, obviously they're good enough to be here, so use them. You know, don't rely so much on Voracek, Simmons, Drew. You know, spread the wealth a little bit, and, you know, really kind of just, if 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 they're here, use them. Bottom line. You know, don't. Take the gloves off, you know maybe the first couple weeks you want to you know weave you know weed them in easily and kind of you know get them used to how to play in the league but that's fine but after that take the take the train wheels off and just tell them go out and play your game because these young guys are the future of this team and it could all start this season. The Flyers have to make the playoffs this season they just have to. And I think they're a bubble team. If you had to ask me right now, I don't think they're going to make it. We'll get to that in a little bit. And actually, we'll just roll right into that question. Because I'm on the topic, and why not? Um, If I could find it here. oh, here we go. Are the Flyers a playoff team next season? 73% yes, 27% no. If you ask me right now, I'm in the 27% that's saying no. Because I think their division... Is the best in hockey, and they have a re- and they have a really good conference they're going up against. Just the division alone, you're with Pittsburgh, you're with Washington, New York, uh, the, the the conference as a whole, and even Columbus is in the Flyers' division in the Metro. The division is, or the conference as a whole, you're still dealing with the Canadians. You're still dealing with Boston, who came on a little bit at the end. We'll see how they pick it up if they pick it up at all. So there's good teams. There's a lot of good teams. I mean, last year, the Flyers on a 10-game winning streak, and it, it, it just kept them viable. It kept them afloat in the Metropolitan. It didn't create any separation with any of the top teams. It just kept them in the mix. That's a big deal. You go on a 10-game winning streak, but at the same time, Columbus is on like a 15-game winning streak. So the Flyers, I mean, I don't know. I really don't know how you could say that they are a playoff team. They're definitely not a shoe in They're a bubble team at best. I think maybe they could, but if you put a gun to my head and said yes or no Flyers playoffs, I'm going no, because I think that Dave Haxtall is going to really be shaky this year with the use of his players. I think he's going to rely heavily again on players he shouldn't, like Andrew McDonald, like Matt Reed, like Dale Weiss, McDonald, or I'm sorry, Reed and Weese, who shouldn't be in the lineup regularly, I think are going to be, and that's a problem right there. I think the goaltending is going to be subpar. I think it may be average. I don't think we're going to be you know, impressed too much with what Elliot or, or Neuworth do. We know what Neuwirth is. Elliot's kind of a wild card because he has had really good, you know, he's had good seasons, he's had good playoff runs, but, you know, at and then at other times he's been, you know, kind of a just below average goalie. And then there's other times where he plays all world. So he's, you know, he's got that Steve Mason syndrome. And Steve Mason didn't make this team a playoff team last year. So why should I believe that Brian Elliott, whoever one is comparing to Steve Mason, is going to make the Flyers a playoff team? I don't see it. I just don't. So if you're asking me now, middle of August, are the Flyers a playoff team? No, that could change based on how Haxtell uses the players, based on how the rookies play, based on how Claude Giroux plays. And Jake Voracek, that's another thing. You've had down years from two of your top guys, Voracek and Giroux. And so as I'm evaluating it, I can't just say that they're going to be a playoff team like the majority of people here, 73% are saying yes. I don't see how you could say that right now because there's so many question marks. There's so much to worry about for you to just say emphatically, yes, that the fly without having seen this new team play without having seen a what players are going to be up here b how they're going to adapt to the NHL without seeing any of this, how you could say that they're going to be a playoff team. It's kind of mind blowing to me because I don't see it because like I said, there are so many question marks going forward with this team. And at the biggest position, goalie on down, even your top six guys, guys—if you, whatever top six you want to name for the Flyers, the top three solid ones are uh, Drew, Voracek, and Simmons. If you want to throw Couturier into the top six, you can. If you want to throw Konechny into the top six, you can. But you know Couturier, he's, for all intents and purposes, your number two center this year. And can he elevate his game to number two center type of style, type of play? Can he be that solid number two center? Can he put up? Can he get up his point production, his goal production? Can Claude Giroux get back to the Giroux of old? Can Voracek check fi- figure out what's wrong with his game? Is Travis Konechny going to be played more? than he was last year. So there's so many big question marks. These aren't little things. These aren't things that are just like, ah, oh, they'll figure it out. Because they haven't yet. Because they're not even at training camp yet. And they weren't a playoff team last year, so what would make me think that they're going to be a playoff team this year? I get that they're. I get the talents coming this season. But until I see it on the ice, in-game situation, not just going to prospect camp and going to training camp in about a month, Till I see it in-game situation, and until I see it actually click and actually start to work, I can't say this team is making the playoffs. I just can't. So that's my little diatribe, I guess you will. And I'll, I'm going to go with this one next. Uh, Sean Couturier, will he get 45 points? I mean, I guess... Obviously, if he doesn't get 45 points this year, there's a problem. 58% say yes. 42 say no. He had 43 last year. So if he doesn't put up two more points than last year, then the Flyers have to really evaluate what the hell they're doing with this guy. Um, I think they've kind of, you know, they keep th- shoving this guy down our throat as this, this goal scorer, this offensive player, and he just isn't. I mean, the numbers are there. He's never had, I don't think he's ever had, he's never had 45 points in a season. So, I mean, yeah, two points off last year. If he can't, with the increased playing time he's going to get as that number two center, if he can't put up at least two more to get to 45, then he's got a problem. I think Sean Couturier, as a number two center on this team, should put up 55 points next year. Easily. I think he has to. For the Flyers to have and the fans to have any type of confidence in Sean Couturier moving forward as an offensive player, he has to have the best year of his career statistically next season. He just has to. He has to put up the numbers that warrant him having that number two spot because this year they're probably going to be really reserved with Nolan Patrick because of the injuries and stuff like that. But if he shows that he's ready to go, Then when we're going into 2018, 2019, like next summer, we're probably going to be looking at Nolan Patrick as our number two center. And this is the year Sean Couturier has to put up a fight. He has to show that he's this, I don't want to say top end, but a viable offensive weapon for this team. And as a top six forward, you have to be. So if he doesn't get 55 points this year, which I 100% believe he should, because he's going to be getting the playing time. If he doesn't get 55 this year, the Flyers have a problem with him. And they just have to accept that he's not your second line guy. He's your third line guy. He's the guy you put out there when Crosby's on the ice, when Malkin's on the ice, when Ovechkin's on the ice, when whatever team you're playing's top guys on the ice, then he's got to be on the ice too to defend them. Because that's what he's best at. He's a penny, he's a penalty kill guy, he's great at that, and he's great at shutting down top players on other teams. So 45, you're damn right he better get 45. He better get 55. I'm taking this point total and going 10 above that. He better come out with a 55. I don't care how he gets it. I don't care if he gets 55 assists and no goals. He has to put up 55 points this season, bottom line. Nolan Patrick goal total this season. Eight to 12, 13 to 15, 16 to 19, 20 plus um, the winner here was 16 to 19 followed by that was with 40 percent followed by 13 to 15 with 31 percent 20 percent or 20 plus 23 percent and eight to 12 six percent. look Nolan Packer's coming off of some injuries. He hasn't skated much this summer, at least not to the public's knowledge. So I I don't know how much Dave Hacksaw is really going to rely on this guy this year. I think he's going to be very cautious because they you know, spent a second overall pick on him. And because he's being touted as the future number one guy of this team, I I really think that because of the injury history and all that invested, that they're really going to take it slow with this guy this year. I think that he may not be able to use his full skill set, if you will, and I don't think they're going to just, you know, take the reins off him from day one and say, go get it. I don't. I think it's good. I think they're really going to ease into this for like a month or two before they really set this guy loose. So I voted 13 to 15. I think that's right where he's going to be. Obviously, the winner is 16 to 19. I'm sure most people that voted 16 to 19 are saying that it's closer to 19. Um, I think he's like right in that 13 to 14 range just because of where he's going to be, just because of the ice time he's going to get the players he's going to be with. You know, if if you're going to have this quote unquote kid line that everyone wants to see with Patrick Lindblom and Konechny, um, you know, the elder statesman on that line has only been in the league a year. So I think to expect close to 20 goals is a little much for Nolan Patrick, just because Look, the kid's young. He's, what, 19 years old, 18 years old? So, for him to just come out and light the world on fire in the NHL, and not that 19 goals, 20 goals is lighting the world on fire, but again, it comes down to the coach as well, and he hasn't showed in the past. And look, none of the other guys he's had were the second overall pick, but... I think that may hinder him a little more because he's going to be so worried. Like if I put this guy out there too much and he gets hurt again, that's on my ass. So I think he's going to be a little timid, a little shy with Nolan Patrick this season. And he's really going to, he may not, I'm not going to say he's going to stunt his growth and his development, but I think on ice and statistically fans aren't going to see what they're hoping and what they're hyped up to seeing, which is, I mean, this poll in particular, 16 to 19 goals. I really think if I had to put money on it, the over under for me would be 14. I think he's right at that. I think he's in this range of 13 to 15 because I don't think they're really going to put too much into him playing. You know, I'm not saying they're not going to play him, but I'm saying that his ice time might not be where fans expect it to be. I get he's a number two pick, but with the injuries, I think that's what's going to slow them down from using him. As much as the fans want the Flyers to use him this year, and again, who's that blame? Yeah, Dave Axel. Moving on, uh, Jake Voracek, over or under sixty-eight points? You know, the Flyers fans are so damn optimistic sometimes, and sometimes to a fault. You know, I get. We've had a gr- we, you know we've had an exciting summer, and a lot has happened. Uh, So, again, the over wins, 61% to 39%. Um, I think Flyers fans a lot of the times think with their heart. Because that's just what we – you know, that's what most Flyers fans do. They just – you know, they're – I've said it uh, several times. Flyers have a lot of blind Loyalist fans. And I'm not knocking that, really. But when you think about it, sometimes, like – we take a lot we take a lot from the flyers over the years we have taken a lot so he had 61 points last year i think that's right where he's going to be again i'd like to see his goals he only had 20 goals so what do they say 68 yeah i mean 68 is definitely achievable when you really look at it when you look at just based off of his numbers last year he played a full 82 but the season before he had 55. He only played 73 games, but, um, yeah, I mean, he's done it. Before. He's only went over 68 once in his career, and that was 2014, 2015. He had 81 points. He's never scored 25 goals in his career. So I think he's going to be right where he was last year and right where he's been for most of his career. He's only had two 60-point seasons last year and 2013, 2014. So, I mean, I don't know. I 68 is I think that's probably his ceiling just based on what I'm looking at right now with his numbers and based on his play last season. I think 68 is probably his season or his ceiling. I just don't I don't have a lot of stock in Jake Borichak right now. I think he has a lot to prove. I think he's one of the big question marks on this team and what what he can do, how well he could play this year with these young guys around him. You know, does he need that setup man again, like he had with uh, with Yager? Maybe um, Philpola and him looked like they had some pretty good chemistry last year. That may be something the Flyers want to explore, putting them on a line together. But like I said, I think 68 points is probably the ceiling for Jake Voracek this season. On the uh, Twitter machine here, Nate Elder at Nate Elder on Twitter. I think under, but I want to make the playoffs, so I say over. Now, let's not let our our hopes and dreams get in the way of what we believe. If you think under, then say under. Don't say over just because you want the Flyers to make the playoffs. We all want the Flyers to make the playoffs, but I'm going to call it as I see it. I don't think over. I think that's a ceiling, and that's just that that that's what we have to accept about guys like Voracek is they're not this elite talent that the Flyers organization likes to build them up as they're good complimentary players and the elite talent on the team down the road are these younger guys it's not it's not these top guys that we've had the last few years I mean they're starting to in my view I think they're gonna gonna start to get phased out here so let's tie this into uh, question number 10 of the uh, of the episode here who has more points this season Jake Voracek, Claude Giroux, or Wayne Simmons. Or other. Uh, 57% said Giroux, 21, Simmons, and uh, Voracek, 18. 4% for other. Um, okay, so last season, Giroux had more points. He was the one that won 57% Giroux, um, as I just said. Sorry. So, yeah, 58 points for Giroux. Simmons was a little bit behind him with 54. I think... I think Simmons is taking this one this year. I think he'll end up with more points. I think he's going to get more goals than he has in the past couple years. Um, I would like to see him get like 35 and I think that'll be enough to get him over Drew. I think Drew is probably going to stay right where he's at at that 58 mark, maybe a little less, maybe he'll hit 60. Um, but I think Drew's kind of just where he's at now. I think he's just in that pocket. He's where he's gonna be. But I think Simmons, um I think Simmons needs to have an even bigger year than he had last season. Because basically he the Flyers need him to. <laughs> I mean, if they wanna make the playoffs, if they want, you know, to make up for the young talent, and when I say make up for it, I mean kind of how slow or fast, But probably how slow they're going to bring them on. Then they're going to need Wayne Simmons to a come out of the shoot hot and really put on for them in like the first month of the season to get these young guys acclimated to the NHL. And I think if he does that, then 35 maybe even 40 is very attainable for a guy like Wayne Simmons with all the power play minutes he gets um, with all the minutes he gets in general. You know, he's like the go he's probably the go to power play guy now that Braden Shen is gone. You know, they're probably gonna drive that puck a lot more than they have in the last couple seasons with him parked in front. So to me, if you're asking me, Simmons is probably gonna get more points than Giroux. Um but, you know, that all that all really hinges on Claude Giroux and his play. If he picks it up this season, then you know he he's an assist machine. You know he just sets up everybody else, and he he still scores a little bit. Um, I think he's got to crack 20 goals again this season. He had 14 last year. He's got to have six to eight goals more to for this team to you know have that added scoring depth. And, you know, he's going to get his assists. That's just what he does. He's a playmaker. He does that. But he needs to up his scoring a lot from where it was. And like I said, it's got to be six to eight goals more than he had last year because they're going to need it. They're going to need all the help they can get because there's going to be a learning curve for the rookies. That's just the facts. That's what sports are. There's a learning curve. So, And especially when your coach kind of embellishes that learning curve. So I think, but I I think that Wayne Simmons, and like I said, he's playing to show the team that he deserves the big money. So I think you're going to see a lot from Wayne Simmons. I think he's going to have a great season. I think he's going to have probably the best season of his career. Look for 35 to 40 goals for Wayne Simmons this year. And that's just, that's all I could say about that. I love Wayne Simmons. We all love Wayne Simmons. But that's it for this week on Getting Bullied. Check out our website host, PhillyIsFlyer.com. Check me out on Twitter, at MarkFlagman, two Ns. Check the show out on Twitter, at underscore Getting Bullied. And check out PhillyIsFlyer at PhillyIsFlyer. Well, we're getting into the thick of it. We're getting closer and closer to training camp. I think we're six or seven weeks away from game number one on October 4th against those San Jose Sharks. Um, so we're going to have a lot of uh, season preview coming up. Dan Silver is going to be putting out his top 15 um, prospects for the Flyers. We'll get to that down the road. And we're going to do this, a little bit of this nostalgia down the road, really look into the Flyers' great teams of the past, those 90s teams, the teams in the 80s, and, of course, the Stanley Cup teams in 70s 70 and 75. So until next week, I'm Mark Giannone. Let's go fly.